that uh, they they do have former Chicago Bull great. I know you're thinking Derrick Rose, but I'm talking I'm talking Ryan Archie Di- Dinacchio. Oh, Ryan Archie Diacono. Diacono, there we go. Yeah, the former Chicago Bull, which is perfect that you mentioned that because at 41 and a half, we have. Give me 45 wins for your Chicago Bulls. I got the same fucking thing, baby. I put that's 45 on it right for there. sure. That's the eighth seed. That's exactly what I put. 45. Yeah. They don't look we, terrible. We are, they don't are, look we great. We are very aligned on this. I'm feeling good about Boom. that. Boom. That might be the, just the name of the episode. 45. Fuck it. Yeah, dude. For, give me 45 wins for the Bulls. Give me 45, baby. We, we're good to go. <clears throat> Ooh, lost my voice for a second there. Have you... Uh, did you by any chance listen to last week's episode? No, no right? I have yeah. not yet. Did you see the title? And I, I, I always, I always do. To, for even, even the episodes I'm not on. Have I you do, seen the I title? No. Okay, the title for last week's episode, where Jay and I primarily talked about the Western Conference over unders, uh, was titled "You Can't Talk About Keegan Murray." If you possibly, since you haven't listened, take a gander. At why that was the name of the episode? Uh, is it because Keegan Murray was just absolutely murdering fools in the preseason? <laughs> Killing them. <laughs> That's your NBA rookie of the year right there, folks. I don't care if we're going to do those predictions today. I don't know if we're doing those predictions today or not. No, that's not what we're, we're doing today. Wait. We'll wait for Jay to get back. But, yeah. I, I mean, you know, you know who I'm going to pick for rookie of the year. Yes, which is understandable. If I'm being honest, I might be doing the same thing. Uh, he looks good, but in a sense, what happened was um, <laughs> uh, we had both pretty much kind of said, like, they don't look too bad. They look like they're going to pre- do pretty well. Um, but we were also being like, I said I would be very, very upset if they did actually win because of Keegan Murray because he might become insufferable. Uh, like, it might not go well if... If if he takes them all the way to the promised land, we might have to cancel the podcast uh, because I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, congrats to Iowa players, but damn it. <laughs> if if Keegan Murray wins Rookie of the Year, we're renaming this NBA a Keegan Murray podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not co-signing that, but we'll 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 discuss maybe. Uh, but I do think that that's a pretty good way for us to just go ahead and get right into it. Welcome to N. Be yay, the NBA podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. Today we started by actually talking about some NBA shit. Prior to this, we were talking shit. We were talking about a little Edgar Wright, a little uh, Shaun of the Dead, a little Hot uh, Fuzz. I I have the uh, not to interrupt when we can talk about this offline. No, right. uh, but uh, Tyler did text me about like what the the Shaun of the Dead thing is. And it's like a half script, like mirrored. So there's like lines that get repeated throughout the movie. Like there's a scene in the beginning when it's like, Oh, how you doing surviving? And then later on they run into that other group and it's like, Oh, how you doing? And they're like surviving, yeah. you know, cause they're surviving the fucking up. And there's like a lot of that shit. And he didn't give me the full rundown via text just now, but he, uh, like that's, that's the stuff that it's, it's, uh, like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I I I really like it. I really like Vigor Ryan. He's very very good. Um, he is good. Yeah, I do. It's pretty great. Oh, hey, you know what I didn't do? 
Want to say welcome? Because we actually did start going back to talking shit. So let's pretend like we didn't actually start the podcast, and we'll actually start. We'll actually start the podcast now. That other portion that was that was you know take one. You know it was okay, but now <clears throat> welcome to NBA. The NBA podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. I'm your host, Nikki Kiles, aka Java Chip Morant. Obviously, uh, you already can tell. No, it's not too bad. Uh, obviously, you can already tell there is new Jay for, with us today, so it's just our brethren with less melanin. Hey, what's up? It's Tad. After a long hiatus, I'm back. AKA, sorry, I forgot my AKA. AKA OJ is mayonnaise an <laughs> instrument. <laughs> wow. I think you really sold it with the voice. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm no, I, Bill Fagerbaki is is obviously, you know, a, a treasure, but uh, I, I do what I can. I, I'm doing what <laughs> I can. I love it. All right. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's. Let's get into this. It's happening. First things first, it's time for everyone's favorite, and let's be honest, only segment. Oh! It's not a maraca. It's kind of like a cheerleading thing. Do I have to do the music? And I was given a, a lame little trumpet sound, but then <laughs> I, the I couldn't figure out where I put out. the pom pom. It's the Nugget Killers Run Outside Quiz. <sighs> okay, last week. This is Ted, my favorite didn't... segment of any podcast I've listened to. No it's the only. Stuff. It's the only podcast. And if I'm being honest, I it's a lot of fun to just randomly look up these stats. So I, I'll, I will do this till the day I die. I have, I have a thought. For a, a new segment, maybe I I keep derailing you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I haven't been I haven't done this in a while, so I I've, I'm like out of practice. But uh, <laughs> you can't see this at home, but I have a mustache now, and like I've leaned yeah, hard into nice. having a mustache. Um, I'm trying to grow mine. We're gonna so add a segment this, this season. Good. It's gonna be Tad's mustache must watch game of the week. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. I got to I as you see I've been growing on my my facial hair. No one <laughs> listening can see this, but I have a giant, let's be honest, Jerry curl wig. And that uh, is that is a, a Jerry curl. Yeah. I mean that is and not it, an afro. No, that is it's full-blown Jerry, curl. jerry curls. Uh <laughs> listeners from last week, you already know I will be Weird Al Yankovic this year for Halloween. Um you had to listen to me very poorly play the accordion i almost forgot it again <laughs> Nikki, you right. don't do anything poorly let's get into the, the random set quiz okay so last week i had asked jay out of the 46 nba players to have at least 10,000 rebounds how many of them were not hall of famers at you know time of recording answer was 16 i want to know tad can you let me know what currently playing NBA player is closest to getting 10,000 rebounds and becoming the 47th all-time to get 10,000 rebounds? LeBron? No, he is already in the list. 10,210. Another one that you might think of, DeAndre Jordan, 
already on the list. Damn, I know that might okay. you might not, but so getting getting ten thousand rebounds, Andre Drummond. Damn. Damn. Okay. First guess. All right. Nice well, job. Second, second, second technically, technically, I, I technically, guess LeBron. Yes. He's on the list. Yeah. So, you know. uh, Nine thousand five hundred and nineteen. I just like I was just trying to think of like like because I was like I was like I don't I don't think Bam could be that close yet. And no. uh, after Andre, we'll go we'll go nine nine thousand five hundred nineteen. Andre Drummond. It says Lamarcus Aldridge here eight seven thirty six, but he might be done pretty soon. Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus yeah, Aldridge. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Love eight six six six. Ooh, yeah. Kevin Love is one that I that I didn't even think about, but I would have actually thought he was closer. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Vucevic. He's ninetieth overall right now. Seventy-seven thirty-one. Oh, really? Damn, I did not. Just, okay. Just above him, seventy-seven seventy-one. Al Horford. And uh, I get that. Al, Hor- uh, Al Horford's a guy that's averaged like seven. Yeah. Rebounds again. I actually how many let's let's see. Let's let's take a look. Al Above both of them is Carmelo Anthony. That, that is actually surprising. Mister, I got that shit. Fuck up out of yeah, here. Al Horford averaged eight point two rebounds for his career, but like in the last like, I don't know, like over over like ten seasons basically. He had ten point two in twenty twelve with the Hawks, but outside of that it's like seven, eight point four, seven point two, seven point three, six point eight, seven point four, six point seven, six point eight, six point seven, seven point seven. So I was like, I feel like he's like a but yeah, I mean he he was a much more prolific rebound, although not by much. He averaged about ten rebounds a game like early on in his career. But yeah, I mean uh, I think there was, there's, I feel like many, I mean, you know, especially on the Celtics, they've been like, oh, they don't really have rebounding and everyone's always like Al Horford's not like your big rebounding guy, but you know, he gets, he gets his, uh, below Vucevic is a 76, 73 Paul Millsap. And then Russell. Yeah, Paul Millsap's a guy that I I just, I, 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 I'm not shocked by that. I just Mm -hmm. feel like he doesn't. Like Al Horford has the longevity. Like he's coming into his what fifteenth season or sixteenth season. Paul know. Millsap. I feel like I feel like when Paul Millsap like be, like kind of came on the scene, he was already. Old. Maybe I'm wrong. I felt like he was already kind of older. Like when he had his like breakout mm-hmm. season. Let's see, 2008. Paul okay, never mind. He was 23. Just kidding. I, maybe he's he looks older. I don't he know if that's look, what he it is. He is one of those people. He's got that uh, 70s uh, 70s era man disease where it's like all, he, all the men in the 70s at like 18 looked 30. You yeah, know? Like and you, you, were just you showed like, me what a picture of a 23-year-old in the 1980s and like or in like 1970s, early 1980s, and I could probably conceivably convince you that that is my current age father. Yeah, yeah. There's you sometimes know? you're just like, that's a that's a grown that, man, and they're that, like, yeah, fresh out of college, twenty two. You're like, what? That man's got four kids and a mortgage, you know? Yeah, but they're like, no, actually, he's still in college. <laughs> like that's why he's in a Hoya's uniform. That shit's so <laughs> funny to me, dude. Like, As speaking why of just, which, like, I mean, it's just it's just the hair and the facial hair, right? Like that's got to be what it is. It's like every like those dudes look like they look my age or older, and I'm, I'm also fucking, I'm, I'm I'm knocking on the door of thirty two. <laughs> I also think it's because like uh, we do technically have healthier foods at this point. Like it's a True. there are healthier options. It seems like not always, but it is. 
And, you know, I think we hit, we're a little bit better with our health. So you're not as grizzled and uh, beaten. Like, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, at rookie year Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. That is that is a 45-year-old man. He's 22. Wow. The the picture I'm looking at specifically if you're googling as well is like he's in a he's he's in a he's where they're wearing the yellow uniforms and he's got his like hands on his hips and he's got his little mini fro and his goatee. He just he's just like yeah, dude. Like it, it is it is it is wild like just like how much older those dude, I mean, it's just preposterous, and I, I really think it's it's the haircuts and the facial hair, and it's hair, also like the facial hair definitely, and yeah, a lot of the cuts, and also like it, it is something about. There's also like body shape. There's something about like a '70s body where I agree. Think, I think of old man when I see that body at this point in my life, probably dude, because when I was a kid, that that was an old man, like. Like not like crazy old, but it was to to an eight year old. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, the guy that's forty seven is old. That that's that's what old looks like. That's there, middle age. I, well, because like even like okay, my dad is seventy. My dad just turned seventy a couple months ago. And when I was like a kid, I was like, oh my, like seventy. You know, like that's that's so old. And now my dad's like seventy and like totally like you know fucking goes to spin class with my mom and like very active like does a bunch of shit and i'm just like yo 70 is not that old man like it's like i mean it's older sure but like you know but like i feel like even in like 1995 70 was way fucking older than 70 is now another thing that i i think about a lot and i have to remind myself of and this is this is almost embarrassing to share but i I think you'll find this funny as somebody who's into movies and and you know that kind of thing I have to remind myself sometimes like watching old movies or looking at old photos or whatever that like the world was not like grainier and like the colors weren't as vivid. It's just like, that's the media that we have from that time. So it's like, mm-hmm. no, everything looked like, just like it does now. Like colors were bright and vivid and just like they are now. But sometimes I'm just like, man, the world was a lot grainier back then. It's like, no, yeah. it, it fucking wasn't. It wasn't like the, the world wasn't fucking <laughs> sepia toned. It, it looked dirtier though. Yeah. But I, mean, it, it was, I know it's because <laughs> of the movies, but it was like, it just looks dirty. It's, it's like, when, um, it's like in, in any movie or TV show when like they go, like they're filming scenes in Mexico and everything has like a yeah. yellow tint to it. Yeah, like a slight tint to it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's this YouTube channel I watch called red letter media. And they were watching oh yeah. This- I watch that too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they're yeah. watching a movie and one of the guys, I'll never forget it. He described this food that the character was eating in some horror film. He was like, it just looked like a seventies Turkey leg. And he's like, I don't know what that means, but it's just like, gritty and it, it makes and sense dirty. i know i can, I like can, yeah it's a I, 70s turkey like dude yeah i i uh, I, I can i can vividly and we may not be it may not be the same thing but i can vividly picture like what he's saying and because like i feel like it was like less preservatives and like less like you know frozen shit and that kind of thing because like you just like didn't have like the same capacity that we have for that stuff now so yeah. I, I mean i don't know i could be i could be Who totally knows? off base but yeah I don't know, but let's stop talking about old stuff. Let's talk about new talk stuff. About new stuff. Last hey. week, Jay and I talked about Victor Webanyama. I'm assuming I crushed it. Who knows? I said it with confidence. So fuck it. Uh, he played very good against Scoot Henderson, uh, a person that he himself has said is a very good player uh, and would be the number one overall pick if Victor himself had not been born. Cold-blooded. 
Then they played a second game, and who would have thunk it? Victor played good again. Uh, Tad, I'd like to hear your thoughts a little bit about Victor before we jump in into the Eastern Conference. Victor Wibanyama is the best high school basketball player we have seen since LeBron James. And it's not even particularly. He is the most tantalizing prospect we have seen since LeBron James. I don't know if you watched any of that game. If you caught any of it. Uh, I did. I caught a little bit of was the second game. Yeah, second game. Caught a little bit of the second game. His... And obviously it's different. He's playing he's playing he's playing high school ball. Very different. Um I mean he's against the you know the G League Ignite, so I guess technically that there's gonna be in, in that game in particular. Yeah, I should okay, say, that, that's, they're that's pretty much point. like but freshmen like, in college. He, right. Yeah, like sorry, I shouldn't say high school. Like but he he's playing like he's eighteen. The, his why. the ability that he has to just get open shots and like how effortlessly like he was just pulling up I mean, like Kevin Durant's the prototype for this guy, right? Like that's you know, like he he's not very different player than LeBron James. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, this this like if you if you think teams have tanked in the past, like wait till teams fucking like what they do this year. Because here's the thing: even if you get number two, you get Scoot Henderson, who on in any other fucking year. Is number one. far and away number one pick. For that sure. is that guy is a combination of John Wall and Russell Westbrook. And he somehow. looked good the whole time. Yeah, he did. He, he looked, looked great. He looked good both looked games. Great. It was just like there was the if you're sitting there dwarfing, well, not dwarfing, but you know, being taller than Rudy Gobert, and then also. You know, fucking popping threes with absolute ease, taking people off the dribble. Like, every, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. You're going to pay attention to that just literally giant, like, mecca of a person. And how wild that there's a chance that the Jazz are going to get rid of one giant Frenchman for another better friend. Just they're just a new model of a Frenchman. They're my like, only concern. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. My only concern is just like the the height, the length, and the weight, and that he's like lived on that. For yeah, so he looks long like Chet Hol- like, Holmgren two point I well, okay, maybe not quite that bad. I'm just yeah, talking I about mean, I'm point. talking about body type, not playing wise. Yeah. Sorry, he well, looks. No, that's like, what I'm saying. Like he's he's not Chet Holmgren weighs like like at least Webinyama like weighs over two hundred pounds. Chet Holmgren is like a buck eighty. Like Chet Holmgren, Chet Holmgren is is like fucking a foot and a half taller than me and he weighs less than I do, you know? Yeah. And like I'm, Him I'm and, in decent uh, shape. I'm not, I'm definitely not in the best shape, but I'm, I'm also not, you know, I'm not a fat guy, yeah. but like him and I weigh like this, like I, I weigh just, just slightly less than what, what he weighs, you know? Mm. Uh, and so that, I, that is a concern, but like, also like we said that about Kevin Durant too skinny, yep. can't like not strong enough, all this stuff. Um, but like, I don't think I've ever seen as just pure of a scorer mm-hmm. at this stage in his career, like at like at this stage in his development than we've seen with with Webb and Yama. And then like, dude, Scoot Henderson's a fucking G man. I like that guy a lot. He like, yeah. I, I I mean, you you, you miss Webb and Yama, you get Scoot Henderson. Like, that's a pretty fucking solid mm, consolation. Not too bad. Process. Do you know who possibly is supposed to be third? If that's worth shit, I I honestly don't know. But you know, at what this I'm point, do? I feel like not many people are, th- are thinking about it. I'm and gonna, I am laughing also at the out. fact 
there's a small chance, a small chance, and we'll get into it, but there's a small oh, chance. Oh, you know what most people have, I should have known this, is uh, Nick Smith Jr., uh, who is... I like him already, uh, his name's Nick. <laughs> yeah, he, he, does, he doesn't... Nick Smith Jr., and he's uh, he's a, a, a black guy with a goatee and, a, and an afro, which I just feel like that's not what you Love expect. It. Nick Smith was my English teacher's name, and he was a portly white man. You know what Truthfully, I mean? Truthfully, like, I thought you, like you, I thought that, you were going to say you were, you, you were mad that you didn't remember because he was another Iowa kid, and I was just like, yeah, just some like no, cornbread white guy named Nick Smith no, Jr., like Nick, right? Nick Smith, Nick Smith just is not the name of... Nick Smith is not the name of the, like, you know, highest rated basketball. Well, outside of Lemon Yama like, and Scoop, but they didn't go, you know, they're yeah. not, not playing high school ball. But, like, uh, it, that's that's not the name of the third best player. But he committed to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a point guard. And he was the he was the number one overall recruit because, obviously, those other two guys, you know, reclassified and forwent their eligibility. Um, but that that is who he, he absolutely will be. He, like, just an unbelievable high school basketball player. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's I, 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 assuming it translates to Arkansas. He's going to be good. Okay. All right. That's fun to say. Well, let's transition over. Cause I was going to say there's a slight chance and it would be wild that the Orlando magic would be able to get, uh, Wabanyama. There's a small chance, not hundred percent, but there is a chance. Uh, and that'd be kind of wild if they just yet again got themselves a long boy. Just like, let's see what we get. But they give probably the best version of it uh, that it probably would work very well. So let's start talking a little Eastern Conference over-unders. First is not Orlando Magic. Actually, we're, going, we're doing just like we did last week, bottom to the top. The lowest Eastern Conference team projected for wins. We got Indiana Pacers at 23 and a half. What's your thoughts? 20 wins under under I think so too because I also don't 62 yeah I don't think they're keeping a lot of the pieces that they currently have I think they get even worse they're just like fuck it let's get that one they're gonna do everything they can to be as bad as they possibly can as bad as Um, they can and like no disrespect to those guys on that roster but that that team is definitely gonna try to win games and honestly a lot of disrespect to some of those guys on the roster because they're not good like Miles Turner will get dealt at the deadline uh I'm curious to see, like, obviously Tyrese Halliburton, like, that's a nice piece. He's 22 years old. You can build around that. Yeah. That's fine. You um, keep it. You're but, keeping Tyrese for sure. But, but there's but a couple out, of out, Outside of that, like, what's their fucking starting five? Tyrese Halliburton, fucking Buddy Heald, Miles Turner. Uh, at that point, I don't even know, like, who plays. Like, we, we run in fucking, like, like Benedict Mathurin will get run. He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like, is fucking Chris Duarte gonna fucking play? Like, I mean, like, I, I just, like, I don't even know. Like, it's just, I mean, that it, it's just, it's such a bad team, top to bottom. Like, there's this team isn't this team can't. The only reason this team would potentially win more than that, like more than than twenty three games, is if that when they run into other teams that are also trying to tank. It's like yeah. that episode of South Park where they're fucking the playing kids are all in the just and they trying just to do lose. a terrible job. Yeah, that they keep accidentally winning. Uh, also, Pacers a hilarious episode tw- of South Park because, like, I played baseball like in high school and in in what like in elementary school and in mm-hmm. junior high and whatnot. I hated it. I hated <laughs> baseball so much, but I played because all my friends played. 
But like, I remember like we'd have game days and I just be like, hope it rains. I don't want to play baseball. <laughs> I actually you know? enjoyed playing baseball and there were I know you days, and Jay both. Yeah, there were it, there were still days where I was just like, come on, rain. Come on, let's get some fucking clouds up in here. Well, it, I don't it feel also, like playing today. Like, different here because you guys play in the spring. Mm. Iowa Iowa baseball is in the summer. So like the Iowa State baseball tournament, if you're we a senior in the summer and you're well. playing high school baseball, like it it like the state tournament is like right before you leave for college. Like it's in August. Uh, yeah. So like you, you, you graduated, but you're still out fucking playing. So I, I didn't play my senior year. Cause I was oh, like, I'm sorry. That I'm makes like, more I'm not, sense. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not wasting a, I'm not wasting the summer before I'm going to, I'm getting drunk and chasing skirts, <laughs> you know, like that was, that's what I was trying to do. My, my summer after my senior year. Of high school. I get it. I, I, Jay and I, as kids, we're playing at Horner Park in Chicago, which we had like I think it was like 115 games a year, and I and that is not an exaggeration. We definitely played hundreds of games in summer from like when we were kids, like eight, nine, ten, fucking ridiculous, a whole whole bunch of games. I it probably shouldn't pass. have played that many. It hard, was a lot, a hard, a hard pass. It was a lot, but we played we played a whole lot of games because we we're on the All Star teams, all this stuff. So it was a whole bunch. But, oh, you yeah. guys were on the fucking All Star teams. This is your humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, if I'm being honest, Jay a lot more than me. I only did it a couple of times. Um, but no, no, don't, don't be, don't be fuck, don't be fucking modest now. I, I think, well, still, uh, my better, if I'm being honest, my most prized brag is the fact that I came, uh, I got bronze in the seventh grade catholic chicago catholic league three-point competition <laughs> i was an all-star for that one and i was in the three we, literally every kid in the all-star game was in the three-point competition the first round i think i hit like 15 threes i went off and then it was just three people and the second for the second round and i hit two threes and everybody else beat my ass and i was like well i did really good in that first round that's dude, you fucking hang your hat on that shit, dude. Hell yeah. It was pretty great. All right, let's let's the move on. Of your athletic career. <laughs> let's move on to way better basketball players, but not good by NBA standards. The Orlando Magic are at 26.5. What's your over under on them? I'm giving the Orlando Magic 30 wins. Wow. Okay. Yeah, dude, I think you know they what? They got some pieces. They don't look terrible. They look like think, they can get some pa- scrappy I think, wins. I think I think Paulo alone wins them 7 games this year. Paolo does look good. Just he's on, like, on his back. He's he seems like second place for rookie of the year, maybe first place, but I think second place. Uh, you know what? Give me twenty eight wins. I'm not going to give him not thirty. Twenty not four one thirty. They're not they're not in thirty win territory yet. But I don't think twenty wins or twenty eight wins is out of the question. Mm, okay, yeah, I think twenty eight is good. I actually am going to wash it at twenty six. I'm gonna, think, I'm gonna guess that your 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 next team is gonna be the Detroit Pistons, and I'll tell you right now, I think Orlando's winning more than the Detroit Pistons. Okay, well the Detroit Pistons are put at twenty nine and a half, so you're gonna bump them down below. Give me twenty six. Give me twenty six wins for the. Pistons. You give them twenty six. I saw a 26 report. Wins. I saw a report. I don't remember who it was, but it was it was about it was literally a title for an article. It was like Kincaid. Cunningham helped push the Pistons into the play in, and I was like, fuck, no, no, he can't. No, he fucking can't. And that's not, that's not, I'm, that, that, it's that, his that, second that, season. Calm that, the hell that down. Is no disrespect. I think he's a great player. Yeah, he looked good last year. Career in this league. But, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, what, what, are we, what are we doing here? Like, no, like, that's just, 
That is that's fucking absurd. And they're th- dude, Dwayne Casey's a fucking head coach, man. Like, yeah, come um, on now. Um, uh, hey, that's former coach of the year, Dwayne Casey. Um, yeah, yeah right? former yeah. coach of the year who got, who got fired, fired immediately yeah. upon receiving said award. But, you know, that, <laughs> here's that's your award. Get there. the fuck out of here, dude. Who's their fucking second best player? Kemba. I don't even know who the fuck's Nerlens on that team of Kate Cunningham. No, they got something else. They got who, Jade who Nivey. is their rookie this year? Jade Jade Nivy. Oh, sorry, you like literally said it as I was asking. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm like, dude. That's a bet. I mean, they got Bojan Bogdanovich, and they got. Uh, let's not forget, they do have former second overall pick Marvin Bagley. Oof! Wow. It's okay. your cousin Marvin. Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Bagley. Bagley. Oh man! The yeah. Third. Third overall pick, over no, not third. First. No, second. Come on now. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton was one. He was two. I always remember they that do, Reddit they do, post. They do have, uh, they do have uh, NCAA tournament and Big East tournament darling Buddy Beheim from Syracuse, uh, son of noted Syracuse head coach Jim Beheim, a guy that I love. A good name. Uh, he, like I think he had like thirty in an NCAA tournament game, and he was like, "I'm a walking bucket. I'm a walking <laughs> bucket." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, you are, brother. You're not gonna be shit in the league, but like, enjoy this run now." Yeah. <laughs> As you said already once, hang your hat high. <laughs> Congrats on that one. <laughs> fucking, there you uh, go. There you go. Um, your 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 career peak is fucking TJ McConnell. You know, if you can be as good as TJ McConnell, then like congratulations, you had a solid career. Nice, not too bad. Um, yeah, I think I'm taking the under as well. I still think they can do better than the Magic. I'm giving them 28 wins, uh, but I don't think they do that good. Uh, we are going to do a double team on this one because uh, they are tied at 35 and a half. We have the Washington Wizards and the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets are going to finish last. I, I actually maybe seconds last. You think? You think? So? I mean, Lamella Ball got hurt. They think he's probably what do they, be, missed what do like they the first seven do games. Not play, don't play him. He's he's hurt. Yeah. Hurt. Like, Hurt. how much of that, though, is like, okay, you do something and you come up limping, and we're going to bench you this season because we got to lose some fucking games. I mean, we're gonna get you the Victor. thing is, it, it's it's one of those situ- – the, the Hornets is such a weird situation because even without uh noted domestic abuser on their team, mm-hmm. they're still likely a fringe playoff team. But, like – is that really what you want to do? Like you've got a pretty solid young core right now. Like, are we, is that what we're angling for? Uh, or is it like, Hey, like let's fucking try to be terrible and get another, you know, an, another piece. Now here's the thing. Michael Jordan loves those fucking gate receipts for playoff games, man. Yeah. Michael Jordan loves, he doesn't give a shit. As long as the team makes playoffs, puts a little extra money in the team's pocket. That's, that's ideal. So they may do that, but like, I mean, they're not going to be the worst because they're they're still simply too talented. But like, if they do the thing where they shut down Lamelo, then like we're we're talking about like a, a twenty to I think less for for the Hornets. Uh, what what I did you also, say it was again? Thirty five and a half. I think it's under oh, it, for sure. It's under. It's under for the 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 Wizards as well. It's 33, 33, 34 games for the Wizards. That's that's where they live right now, baby. Yeah. Like that's where they've lived for the past like five seasons. 33, 34 wins, and yeah. that's a, it's gonna be it's gonna be that way again. That's that's the Bradley Beal deal. You're getting 33 to 34 wins, a couple of rumors that I'm going to get traded, 
I ain't going nowhere. Them's the breaks, baby. That's what I you get. That's, that's your two hundred million dollar man right there. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Then, I, I think I agree with you. Thirty three sounds right for the Wizards, and I think I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I do think they win. I think I'm gonna give thirty to the Hornets. They're just gonna get a couple here and there, but I don't think they win a lot. I I think they'll be right around that twenty eight win territory, hanging out with the the boys in uh, from Walt Disney World. <laughs> The Magic and the Hornets just praying that they fall all the way down to the victor, the victor sweeps. Hey, uh, it's good work if you can get it. Yeah, it would truly. I mean, look, LaMelo Ball and Victor would be a lot of fun. Yeah, That'd be I mean, yeah. insane. It'd be ridiculous. I mean, that, like, like, I know we already talked about it, but, like, that is a dude that... That's a guy that makes an immediate impact on your team from day one as a rookie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you say. Like, like not you specifically, but like, yeah. like, and I know because I know you agree. I <laughs> want to be very clear. I was not coming at Nikki here, but like that is a dude that that immediately makes you better. Yeah, I mean, because he he's got a jumper, so he's gonna be able to hit some shots for you. We'll see if he can. He, I mean, he looks good. I mean, obviously, he looks good defensively. He got like four blocks, I think, both games. Like. He is good defensively, but we'll see what he's like with, you know, NBA game speed. Uh, but at the very least, he's hitting shots for you. You get on that one. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so let's move on just a little bit up to New York City. 38 and a half, New York Knicks. This is the first one where I'm like, mm. I, I guess that's kind of that way. They're kind a tricky, tricky one, it feels like. Because, I, I don't know, it was one great I mean, you know what, season. Give me, give me 40 wins for the Knicks this year. 40 wins 40. for the Knicks. Probably going to end at about the 10th seed then for the play, get in the play, and they'll you know, fight, fight a little bit there. The, the Knicks are just like... I know this is sacrilege to say, living in Chicago. They got to move on from Tibbs, man. Like they just, they they got to. Yeah. Well, I will also say this. I feel like they took their identity from that first season, just gonna punch you in the mouth, defensive very well, and they got rid of a lot of their big defensive players for more shooting, and then they had no defensive identity. So now it's like, okay, and that's what Tibbs is. He's a defensive coach. So if you don't want to, it, it makes it, it, sense it, it, to get rid of him. If you it don't wears want out its welcome defense. quickly. Oh you know? yeah, like that's the thing, and that's the. You also have to have an entire team that buys in. He's a he's a drill sergeant. He's not a player's coach. No, he's he's not. You're absolutely right. And like, I mean, what was their big move this year? They got Jalen Brunson, great player, fine player, but like, I mean, it's a weird. It's also a weird Julius Randle. There's, there's, there's like again, I feel like we keep saying this, but like this is the first time like this team actually has some like really good pieces. Like Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle has been a, like kind of a revelation for them. Although he's he is definitely a, a chucker. Uh, Julius Randle, we might be starting to talk about him as big stats, bad team guy. Um, but like, and then like Jalen Brunson, good player. Uh, fucking uh, Mitchell Robinson, good player. But like they, their roster construction doesn't make a ton of sense. I, I just that said, I still think, I think they won forty games, but like we're still outside yeah. looking. At your I actually, I'm. They're still going to be tenth, but I'm bumping them up to forty two wins. Uh, All right, 
I got the over right. on that one. I think they don't do a terrible job this season, but I do also think that they will fall short. Who they ain't beating who they f- see ninth. Um, but I do think that they get the tenth seed and let get forty two wins. Let us not forget that uh, that uh, they they do have former Chicago Bull great. I know you're thinking Derrick Rose, but I'm talking. I'm talking Ryan Archidiacono. Oh, Ryan Archidiacono. Diacono. There we go. Yeah, the former Chicago Bull, which is perfect that you mentioned that because at 41 and a half, we have. Give me 45 wins for your Chicago Bulls. I got the same fucking thing, baby. I put 45 on it for sure. That's the eighth seed. That's exactly what I put. 45. They don't look we, terrible. We are, they don't are, look we great. We are very aligned on this. I'm feeling good about it. Boom. This. That might be the, just the name of the episode. 45. Fuck it. Yeah, dude. 40, give me 45 wins for the Bulls. Give me 45, baby. We, honestly, we're good to go. If Lonzo Ball was healthy and was going to actually play this season, I know they keep saying he's going to, but there's no chance he plays. I don't think he is. He played, if he plays, I, I think we might be talking 50 wins for the Bulls. But Tailand, yes, but I don't, I, I don't think he's playing much this year. But that's okay because it's second year Io's turn, baby. But hey, 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 we have Io got announced the starter, so that's gonna be fun. And and Javante Green looking good in preseason. And lest we forget, we have Mr. Fifty First in rebounds himself, Andre Drummond. Yeah, let's see if he can get five hundred more on like, the Bulls. Is it wait, is it is it fifty players that have ten thousand rebounds? Is that what it is? No, no, forty six players have ten thousand rebounds. He was fifty first on the list all time. Oh, uh, okay. He has gotcha. the nine thousand five hundred sixteen. So he's he's, 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 he, well, hey, he's cracking that. He's cracking the top fifty this year. Let's go, baby. You know? Get all he needs uh, to do is get five hundred uh, five hundred rebounds in a Bulls uniform. Come on. What 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 does that what does that come out to a game? Let me just do some quick math in my head. Definitely not typing this out on my laptop. That's six point one rebounds a game. He can do it. Wait, yeah, he genuinely can, he genuinely could can do that. I was like, I don't think it'd be that hard, but like, how crazy? He, I mean, that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all we got him to do: get rebounds, block shots, man. Don't fucking yeah. touch the ball on offense, <laughs> unless you're getting a rebound. Yeah, and, you and put, you're like right under the basket. And you could put, put the put ball back in, back. or you give it the ball, kick that shit right back out. That's your options, it's like buddy. That, it's like that Hey Arnold episode where they're like, you pass the ball to Tucker. Like yeah. You, if you get the rebound and you don't have a wide open shot right under the basket, pass the ball to Demar. Yeah, that's it. Do not do it. Pass it. Pass that shit. But yeah, I think that's eight seed. Forty five wins is exactly what I think. Uh, give me 45 sounds about right. So let's go to something that was predicted for 45 and a half. There's two of them, Atlanta Hawks and Toronto Raptors. Forty-five and a half. You said forty-five. And forty-five. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I lost them for a second. I was like, "Wait, where did they go?" Yeah, four, forty-five and a half. I'm gonna take the Raptors at forty-two wins. Give me the Hawks right on the money. Forty. Forty-five. Forty-five. So them and the Bulls. Or, are or I'll say forty. I'll, 40, I'll say forty-six. Up half so a game. Up a game. Yeah. Up by uh, one. I'm. They'll finish. They'll finish. They'll finish seventh ahead of the Bulls. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was going to also give the Raptors 42 under on that one, and I was going to give the uh, Hawks, uh, I was going to say 48. I think that they do a pretty good job. 
Hawks um, is, the, the Hawks are another team that I have a feeling. Here's my prediction. I feel like they're going to start slow. They'll pick it up, do really good for a stretch where people are like going to be like, "Oh, okay," and then they're not going to do good in the playoffs. That's, I, you know what? I think I think I think you might be onto something. Another team, just kind of a still a weird roster construction. Mm-hmm. I just, I yeah, I, I mean. They do have uh, they do have both of the lesser talented Holiday brothers. So true. They do true. have Aaron and Justin. So yes. I wonder if they if they try to get Drew at some point so they can just like have a trio of holidays. The infinity gauntlet of the Holiday <laughs> siblings. Hmm. They get three. They're, I don't think they're going to do that. Given that they have that they have uh, Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. On yeah, the they probably don't need them. But it would yeah. be cool. You know, it's the three Holiday brothers and the two Lopez, two Lopez brothers, and then that's your five. Yeah, why not? I'm not against it. It's a team right. full of brothers. Can you imagine how how good that team chemistry would be? Great team chemistry, unless it's, unless dude, the brothers Jeff, hate Jeff, the other Jeff people. It's Jeff Van Gundy's dream realized. The yeah, full of brothers. It's just and it's him. It's the two Van Gundys of the coaches. We got Dan, yeah. <laughs> both of them, Jeff and Stan, are both going to be co-head coaches. Because <laughs> I could just see both of them screaming on the court. Be a blast. Uh, let's move on up uh, to 47 and a half. Cleveland Cavaliers. All over. Way over. 51. I got them over as well. I got them. I was going to say 53. I'm just, that, uh, I think they do that good. That is 50, 51 wins. That's your fourth seed. Fifty-two wins, fifty-two wins, and that's your fourth seed right there. Okay, I think I, I think at fifty-three, I would put for me that might put them at third. But I got to double check with these people. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of high in the Cavs. I think they do a good job this year. They're good, um, man. That, that is a, that's a good, good team. Provided, like, I think there's going to be a little bit of a, a transition um, mm-hmm. with because like Donovan Mitchell is is a is a ball dominant guard. Yes. So there will be a little bit of a transition there. So they might have a I, I see this as like a team that like maybe starts out like nine and eight, like ten and seven. Uh and then just and starts then picking it up. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. probably gonna be a little bit of a rocky rocky start, but bear with me folks. Take the over. If yeah. You're a gambling man. I sure am. Take I, the over. I take over on that one for sure. Uh I I really feel like it's kinda I mean I think it's just like kind of a heightened version of sort of Demar and Zach where it's like, yeah, it's two people who can be ball dominant, but it's not like they're incapable of shooting off, you know, from a pass or something like they don't need the ball, but you don't, they're going to be the primary people. You put them on different times with different players. You're good to go. Cavs over. Let's and move that, on. Dude, they, they have a good, they have a good closeout games. Team. That's a yeah. good team, a good roster mm-hmm. for closing out games. So uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm high on the Cavs this year. Very excited. Very excited. Um let's go to 48 and a half Miami Heat. Also over. Yeah, I got them at 50. 50, 50 54. 54. Okay, so that's your third 54. seed. That's my third seed right there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now we're getting into it. Now we're talking seating here. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like look, man, here's the deal. That was a fucking good team last year. A really good team that last year. They they ran into they had some injury problems. They had some depth issues. Mm-hmm. They're healthy. the 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 biggest issue that team has right now is they need a clear cut number two. Bam Adebayo was their second leading scorer last season. 
they they need they do need Tyler Hero to step up. And he I mean he improved last year. He was fucking yeah, great last, he was good year. last year. So like let's you know, he just signed a hundred and forty million dollar fucking contract. Like let's see him take that next step and, and keep doing the goddamn thing. And I think, yeah, I think third seed. Um I think, yeah, give me 54 wins for the, yeah, for the, I'm, the Miami Heat. I'm putting them at 50, but I do also think they're going to do a good job. Um, next, we got a tie, 50 and a half, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets. What you thinking? Brooklyn Nets are under 48 games. That's exactly what I have them games. at, 48 games. that put I think that puts them at like my sixth seed or my fifth, fifth sixth seed. Sixth seed. Sixth, and I, I, got the, I, got the Nets, I got the Nets at exactly 50. At the five seed, I do too. So that would put them for me at fighting for four or five with the Heat. Yeah. So yeah, and then so, for okay, me, yeah. so, I mean, we're pretty, we're, we're pretty aligned here. Like okay, a couple, it's okay. like it's like literally like these teams right here that we're like rating like the seeds. We're like we're off on a couple of them, but it's like it's like by like a game or two. It's it's not yeah, like we're, it's we're like, wide I think out. We kind of like, got a similar thought process here. I got a uh, fifty-two and a half Milwaukee Bucks. Sixty wins. That's exactly what I got, dude. I put them at sixty. Your, they're my one seed. I don't. There's that's no your, way yeah. in hell they're not the one seed. Yeah, take the I, over. I couldn't agree with you. But there is no fucking way they're not the one seed. Yeah, take the and over. There's just no. There's just. There's no way. Like that is your. That is your one seed right Actually, there. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say sixty four wins. Get a good okay, up. That, there. that is fucking bold. But they're gonna push it. I. I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah. No. Give me. Give me sixty wins. Give me the number one seed. Which this this next one I guess is going to be controversial then. Well, Boston Celtics are fifty three and a half. I have them at fifty five. I have them at fifty two, which I think actually would put them under. So shit, I got Cleveland at two. I don't I think the, there's anything wrong with. that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. So I don't Cel- think there's anything wrong with that at all. Cleveland with fifty three wins would be two in my mind, and then a fifty two win Celtics are a three. I, I, I got them at 55. Look, I know there's a lot of drama going on. They don't have their head coach. I'm not that concerned about Udoka being the, not being the head coach. Malcolm Brogdon makes that team significantly better. I know that Danilo Gallinari tore his ACL, and he'll be out for the entirety of the season. Yeah. Or at least, like, if he comes back, it's, like, only for playoff time. But even then, do you really want him back for playoff time? Yeah, it's that a, team's that 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 roster still has too much talent. I, I'm I've been highly critical of Jason Tatum over the past several months since like the play like in the playoffs and whatnot. I'd like to see him take a step. I hope Jalen Brown did some ball handling drills in the off season. <laughs> but at the end of the day, <clears throat> I still think I, I still think that that's your that's your number two seed. Yeah, I I I think that they do a good job. I think obviously they're gonna have some hiccups. Sure, there's a little bit of uncertainty up top, but there's a lot of very good pieces on that team. They're gonna play well. They have they have the also guys, like that they combo. have the gunners on that team with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Malcolm Brogdon to like get you like even if like they struggle defensively in a game, they have the guys that like you they can get you in a shootout and they can beat you that way. Yeah. So But the thing I, is they do uh, actually like Malcolm Brogdon, capable defender, Marcus Smart. Very good defender. Like they got pieces. I can't think of who. Oh, uh, what's his name? He's injured, right? Their center. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Al Horford. No, no, not Al Horford. Williams. I was making. I was making. Making. making Oh, (laughs) Williams. Well, they got. They got. They got. They got Robert Williams. Derek White played well last season. 
I'd expect him to come back and play well again. Yeah. Um, is Robert Williams hurt? Am I, am I wrong on that thought? I have no, honestly not the slightest clue. They did it. They also signed uh, Blake Griffin. The oh, yes. Blake. Yes. They will put him out there if they need it. I mean, they got Luke Cornette. That's always fun. Grant Williams. Robert, Robert Griffin Jay. will return to basketball activities in 8 to 12 weeks. That was on September 23rd. So he's about halfway, not quite halfway back from that okay. injury. But I, I still think they're going to be good. Yeah. I hate it because I hate the Celtics, but I still think they're going to be good. Yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be good. It's this it's is just, this is the take happen. that this is the take that Jay's gonna give me the most shit about. I can guarantee about you. the Celtics being good. Yeah. Yeah. I well. I yeah, can I, I can mean, already hear him, dude. They don't have a coach. They don't have a coach. I can't do Jay's voice, but like I can like the mannerisms, the mannerisms and, and the tone. Bad. In which he'll speak to me. I, I, I know the mannerisms exactly. weren't too bad. Then also, but, might, I might just make that the, the thing. Just so as soon as Jay starts listening, it's just you doing the Jay impression. <laughs> oh, I miss that little guy. I haven't seen him in in forever. We were we were hanging out a lot for a while, but then he's been fucking out of town for work. I've been out of town for leisure. It's just been, uh, yeah. I, I we, we haven't lives. we haven't hung out in a while. When he is uh, perhaps when he is. Once he makes his triumphant return to the Windy City, he's currently in the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Talking about New York. New York. We'll see. Every time, every time Devin's like, I was walking home last night and I saw like eight rats. I'm like, now you're in New York. Or she's like, I saw a cockroach in my laundry room. I'm like, yep. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Yesterday on my way to the Kings game, there was a, a huge rat on in one of the garbage cans that we were walking past. And I was like, I literally just, as we're walking, I was like, Oh, and then everyone I was walking, was like, what? It's like, that ah, don't worry about it. It was, it was just a rat. Like it just kept going. So they wouldn't look. I was like, yeah, we, let's not worry about it. Let's keep moving. Cause it was a Dude. big one. If it was like a little tiny thing, I was like, yeah, I'm a little rat, but it was like the size of my forearm. I was like, Oh, that's a thick boy. We got to go. <laughs> the rats in New York are gigantic. And I'm also not shocked to hear that though because as somebody who has been to a few games at staples center hockey and basketball the play the area around staples center is dirty yeah i mean it th- i feel like they cleaned it up it looks actually surprisingly not too bad in a well lot then of perhaps spots. okay well then yeah, it has been it's been about six years since i was at the staples center so okay it has literally been six years since i was at the staples center so it has been almost 24 hours but not yet this guy it was fun i can't believe i i, Kings lost. I, I, I had i had no i had no idea you were such a, a hockey guy oh my god i didn't know a single name i under I, like, I know everything about hockey i understand all the rules and i did like explain to all my friends because none of them they they didn't know shit i was like oh have you guys ever been to a hockey game and they're like i don't i've never seen a hockey game i was like oh okay cool fun welcome uh H- hockey is uh like uh, a lot of times during the nba season uh, if there's not like two games on that I want to watch, like I'm a I'm a streaming hockey on my iPad and NBA game on my TV guy. Uh, unless there's like two good like games that I can toss on on League Pass, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm just I'm all NBA. But like I love hockey. The Blackhawks are terrible, so I don't follow it as closely as I used to. Yeah. Um. I I but like you know I stay in tune. I know players. I know you know whatever. And uh, I have a a relative who is the assistant GM for the Calgary Flames, so I do stay on. And, I'm all right, you know, on on top of my stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, I 
I didn't remember anything. It's been years since I've paid attention to hockey, but I had a lot of fun being there because uh, I do actually know about hockey, so I understood what was going on. Uh, but yeah, as yeah. we as we discussed, hockey is. It, it, we were texting this morning, which I also realized when I was texting. I was like, "Fuck, it's like seven thirty in the morning for him." I like didn't even think about it. Oh no, you were fine. I was up. I was, if I'm being honest, I was watching another one of my fashion competition shows. I've become obsessed with them. I love those as well. They're a lot of fun, yeah. and I sit there like in like basketball shorts and a t-shirt be like you dumb fuck why would you put that on that shirt or like come on you're better than that you know how to hem like that's the there's a (laughs) just turning that into a sport completely completely different but uh like in the same vein of things there's a meme i love that's like me watching the olympics uh it's like watching the olympics like a gymnast does a triple backflip and stumbles on the last one <laughs> me with on my couch with a mouthful of pringles what a loser yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly how i feel i feel watching these shows uh where but, but it's also because and i've talked about this with bob obviously folks you can tell uh we're pretty much done with the episode but i swear to god we'll get to the ending but this is all i got to say i've, I've talked about it with bob the big thing with these shows is like it's so obvious like what's gonna happen everything is just like an archetype they're all characters that there's like you sit there and you're like okay that's the traumatic pass that's the person who shouldn't be here but they'll make it through like two rounds because someone who's better will fuck up that's the person whose style is is for a different kind of competition show they shouldn't be on this competition show and you're just i'm just sitting there yelling at my tv because i'm like i fucking told you i fucking told you i knew it i knew it come on you inevitably always have uh the person who's like who's like committed to like one sort of style but does like variations on that style and they're always like oh my god like you know, we didn't. It's always like a corset person. Well, to this, but you made it. You managed to make a way to do it. Like, it's, dude, it's such a. It's fucking Americanized fucking TV. Yeah. Is you're what, like, what oh, it really is. Man. Oh, I can't believe you made that hoodie into a dress. A hoodie's been made into a dress before. All right, this isn't fashion talk, but Tad, you and I, we could talk about this afterwards. But wait, it, wait, wait. it's definitely I, I how want, I feel one, when one, I'm one... watching these shows. Sometimes where I'm like, shut up and just show me the nice clothes. That's the whole point that I watch it, and because sometimes they I'm give pretty interesting things. Is like I watch enough of it now between like stuff like that and like the cooking shows and whatnot that like you I, I I'm I'm able now to like point out when I'm like oh that's clearly edited like he did not say that to them in that like moment but they edited it so it's like you can yeah. start to and I'm sure you you probably pick up on that much better than I do but now that I watch so many of those shows all the time which also like such a sign of getting old that you like start watching competition shows all the time like my parents I, I haven't gotten to this point but, like my parents watch like fucking idol and like like x factor and america's got talent like every time i'm home i'll be like in the kitchen like making a sandwich my dad's like ted ted come in here come in here and watch this guy <laughs> some fucking dude on america's got talent it's like some contortionist or some shit like, oh wow that's yeah, amazing dad. all right cool sweet no my dad's thing is baseball he's he watches a lot of baseball and my mom watches that a lot that's of, the least shocking thing you've ever i've ever heard order. about your dad my mom watches a lot of law and order i think she's seen episodes that like 12 times over she loves that stuff Sometimes and real housewives man. loves real it's, housewives. it's like it's like you ever turn on the tv and goodfellas on and you're like oh okay yeah, like, I'm gonna put you, it on. You, click, you click into it and it's like you know you're like whatever scene it's and you're just like okay it's like the scene where he murders everybody after the high sorry spoiler alert the movie came out 32 <laughs> years ago so yeah i, I apologize little... if you haven't seen it yet but uh 
Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a great part. And like, it's anytime you turn the movie on, you're like, oh, it's it's had a good scene. It's because yeah. they're all good yeah. scenes. Dude. Yeah, sometimes there's just something nice about watching it. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean we've talked about this at length so many times, but pff, the replacements. Every time that was on TNT, I was like, well, looks like I'm not doing anything. Uh, I'm gonna go every ahead time and watch this bad boy. I watched yeah. it three times in the three days that we did a podcast about <laughs> that movie. I've watched it a few times since we've done that podcast. Like not like oh one more time, like more than once. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, mean, I don't know what's as, with that movie, I. but I do enjoy it. It's fun to watch. Um, any more uh, basketball related things you'd like to talk about? I have some things, but I think they're best served for our, our next episode. So, okay, which I, I like made notes about some of the stuff coming prepared with it, but that's yeah. okay. Oh, real quick. I'm so sorry. What am I talking about? Do you want to talk a little Draymond Green punch? He's not getting fined. Dude, he fucking let him have it, man. He hit it pretty hard. That is not a, I got pissed at you today in practice. That is a, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, motherfucker. You've been annoying the hell out of me kind of swing. Um, They're so not going to press charges. I, I, they're not going to fine him. I think he's He'll coming be back, back like tomorrow. Thursday or something like that. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. literally that's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, or today, the day that it's out. That's today. You're all Listen, here. He's playing right now with the Warriors, practicing. It was egregious. I know mean, it was he, egregious. He, Jordan Poole got knocked the fuck out. He hit him Here's hard. Here's what I I rewatched I it, and I was like, oh, that was a good swing. Oh, dude, I mean, he wound up. That was fucking haymaker, bro. That was like, Damn. as my dad would say, he cold cocked him. Yeah. You know? That's a very uh, Midwest phrase. I know. It really is. My dad's full of folksy Midwestern sayings. But um, there's two things, two thoughts that I have. Number one, hilarious to me that so many basketball fans immediately were like, oh, my God, like, Draymond Green, like, cancer, blah, blah. However... The story about Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr is like part of the mythos of Michael Jordan. Like everybody celebrates that. They're like, what a competitor. He punched yeah. his own teammate in practice. It's like, dude, you can't fucking glorify one and then like talk shit about the other. Like, I, I don't condone what Draymond Green did. I also don't think, dude, I, I worked, I, I've mentioned it before. I worked for the Iowa football team uh, when I was in college. There were five or six fights every day. Like guys ripping each other's helmets off and going at each other, and they were fine in the locker room. Now I don't know if this is one where they're like fine in the locker room. I get but like that was one hell of a punch. Yeah, I mean that that was that that was there was some buildup. There was there was some some vitriol behind that punch. Sure, fine, but like it's not that big of a deal, man. People get heated. People talk shit in practice. Like it is kind of a big deal that he went up and straight up punched him. But yeah, like shouldn't have done that. Obviously, who knows who knows what was said. Who knows what led up to that? All we have is a video of the punch. And if the Warriors are in the, the camp of like, everything's fine, we're sorting it out in-house, it's fine, then it's fucking fine. Yeah. Not it's to mention, fine. the only actual actions that they're doing is suing, like trying to figure out and to sue whoever did sell the footage, which apparently they didn't sell it for very much, which I'm like, come on, how are you going to like go for so cheap? What also, what, what also really kills me about this is all the discourse i saw like I, I i got back on twitter briefly and i'm off again because i just i realized why i can't be on twitter but 
one of the things that like got me it was like it was like people were saying this on twitter and on reddit they're like if i punch somebody at my job i immediately get fired yeah you're not a fucking nba player there's a huge fucking colossal difference yeah. between my jerk off ass that sits in a football well, i sit at my home desk all day but like if, if i was in office able to punch my out a, a, a co-worker in the current there's so many there's so many thing. people i've worked with in the past that i would love to fucking punch in the face and if you told me i was going to get a fucking fine and get away with it and i'd be kicked out of the office for three days and then i'd be back dude i would take that <laughs> There are so many fucking coworkers that I've worked with. In, all in my, I can think of is of... seeing you swinging once, person goes down, you walk up to the manager, it's like, see you next week. I'll <laughs> see you next devout. week. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Every th- th- There is not one person. Yeah. You're not supposed to do America that. That has never, ever. Like, there's not one person that does that, that hasn't ever wanted in their life to punch a coworker. There, I, I can I can honestly name five off the top of my head who I would love to have punched. Easy. Yeah. I don't do it because I, I get fired and go to jail because I'm not an NBA player. Yes. But there's there's a colossal difference, and I hate that. I want to say and like there's it. there's fights in NFL locker rooms all the time too like there are it happens very often in sports it again Aaron, it Aaron Donald was dual wielding helmets yeah <laughs> at a again it shouldn't and he was, happen he started he started the season opener I know <laughs> like guys like let's not pretend that at fucking professional sports practices and in a, in a professional sports environment the rules aren't fucking different they are they're different than your fucking dumbass cubicle job where you fucking put numbers in a fucking spreadsheet it's just it's different oh, I did that exact thing today <laughs> I do that hey I do that every day I think I probably do that every day too, but yeah, um, <laughs> it was, it I once was... sent a Snapchat that said, if I look at one more spreadsheet today, I'm going to jump out my fucking window. <laughs> That's like uh in 40 old version. If I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. Yeah. My friend Shane and I reference that scene a, a lot. It's very actually. good. Like, um, probably more than, than the average person. <laughs> Before we head over to plugs, I have one last basketball question. Last week, Jay said that he thinks the Clippers are winning it all. Championship. He put the first seed overall. He's got the winning it all. Who do you think is going to the finals? Who do you think is going to win it all? I'm I'm still here, folks. I'm just taking a moment. Hey, second, because I, I, I I know I know I I know what my heart says, and I do believe this. I just want to take take a beat. Yeah, no, it's okay. Your 2023 NBA champions. Well, say say the be, say who makes the finals, and then say who wins. The, the I think the, the Clippers. I think I I think the Clippers make the finals as well. Okay, I did too. I said, but that I think they week. lose in seven games. To your Milwaukee Bucks. You goddamn right. This is exactly what I said. Milwaukee Bucks 2023. Let's cut over to plugs. That's a, truly, I told last week, I was just like, Clippers are making it, but I'll ne- let you know next week who's winning it. It's the fucking Milwaukee I, Bucks. I think dude, Giannis if gets you, one if you, more. If you recall, in Milwaukee. if you recall, we did do a NBA fantasy draft and I took two, I took both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm very confident in the Clippers. But I still think the Bucks. I think the Bucks take it all. So yeah, I think the Bucks are winning it all this year, and I also think it's going to go seven games. It's going to be a fun series, and congrats to the Clippers on making the finals. But uh, you ain't winning this year. 
Milwaukee's taking it one more time. And then Giannis is going to the fucking Bulls. No, that's not happening. <laughs> but still. Hey, we did sign his brother. So We know. signed. We got an Antetokounmpo. Not the Antetokounmpo. Right. <laughs> One of these days, he's going to pan out and be just as good. Yeah, for sure. We just keep, if he just keeps <laughs> signing deals, eventually he'll turn the corner. One day. Anyway, listen, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at tad.hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. You can also follow me on Twitter at tadhall underscore. Um, I download Twitter every Saturday to angrily tweet about the Hawkeyes, and then I delete it i delete twitter and most of my tweets every saturday evening so uh for that like brief like four hour or so window uh, you can you're, t- you're turning you can twitter into snapchat for you you're combining the two i like that innovative you can follow me at nikki palooza you can follow the podcast at nba pod all right folks for jay who's not here go over here next time for ted who's sitting right there got a great mustache for Nikki, I've been your host. This is the most? Like Space Ghost? Okay, we're moving on. Thanks for listening, folks. Ho ho. Literally right now because Jay's in New York and you're in Atlanta. That's true. You're in Chicago. Look at all, all these different places. We're killing it. Thank you for listening to NBA. 